Hello, and thank you for finding this very special Christmas podcast series, All I Want for Christmas. Whether you found us by accident because you just wanted a little bit of Mariah Carey, I mean, we did deliberately, come on, or you have found us deliberately, thank you, you are very welcome to the podcast. My name is Mark, I'm a third of a podcast called Baffled Normally. Once described as the most confusing 40 minutes of my life, yet I still loved it in a weird way. Yeah, that was for my mum. Anyway, uh, for the Christmas season, I'm on loan to this podcast series where we're inviting other podcasters that we love and adore on here to curate their perfect Christmas day. And my guest today from the incredible podcast Conversations with My Dog, which just launched, is Marnie Jahangiri. Marnie, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, Mark. I'm very good. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> I don't. Half of Robbie is, is there very tired been traveling through Europe so the very first question for you Marnie what is your relationship with Christmas are you a massive Christmas person or you just kind of take it in your stride when it comes around every year oh my god I, I the problem with Christmas is I have very high expectations uh Christmas can always be something like um it's a hit and miss sometimes it's amazing and sometimes it's a bloody nightmare if I may say so mm. um it, it's uh, I think it has a lot to do with family expectations and things like that because usually Christmas is home in Switzerland and um, that hasn't always been the case because it's a big deal to travel with Robbie to Switzerland and then go all the way up across the Calais Euro Tunnel all the way back it's a big thing so you have to go for 14 days otherwise it's not worth it um, but anyway no Christmas is like I'm a big Christmas person. I'm, I'm, it's a big deal for me, and I don't know why I make such a big deal about it. It's like it has to always be perfect. The food has to be perfect. The harmony has to be perfect. And usually it ends up having a massive, a massive row between me and my dad. So it's like, oh, I, 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 the less expectations I have, the better it becomes. Okay. Okay. And so you said normally it would be Switzerland for you. It, Obviously, 2020 is a very different year. Yeah. What are your plans this year? This year, uh, uh, my plans is pre-Christmas, before we have another lockdown, in tier three, to go to many pubs, have as much fun as possible. I know this is not very uh, health and safety and all this, but uh, to, to see as many people as I can, like literally see every go down Brick Lane, go down every area in London. I just want to see central London. I just want to get the vibe. Go out, go out, go out. And then my friend, I am working on the 24th until nine o'clock in the evening. I am an essential worker at Planet Earth. So I'm selling, I'm selling turkeys. And uh, on the 25th, my friend is cooking for, um, I'm not allowed to say how many households, uh, two. <laughs> let's go with two uh and of course there's going to be turkey and then vegan turkey and she's doing three different people that are you know that's that that's going all the way doing three different versions of it to a to accommodate for everyone i like that and she's amazing she's from uh bhutan bhutan it's uh close to tibet and she just cooks mm. she just cooks that's uh, she's beautiful she just cooks and she's beautiful she looks like Nigella Lawson, Lawson, yeah, but the Bhutan version, yeah. Tibetan version, nicer looking, um, more sophisticated. You found yourself a gem there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and I'm very excited about this. Obviously, I will miss my family, but that's that's just what it is. Now, the good news is we don't have to dwell on the missing of the family in this one because we are going to create your perfect Christmas. So this can be whatever Christmas you want it to be. Oh wow! And 
if I said to you, you can have your perfect Christmas, you can pick any little thing you want, where would you pick for that Christmas to be? Would it be back home in Switzerland or would it be anywhere else in the world? Ideally, it would be between London and Switzerland. So basically, if I could be in two parallel worlds, uh, two worlds, it would be, um, well, maybe we can do that on Zoom. Do you know, oh, I got an idea. Okay, let's, I'll just bring my family into London. So I would like to have my family ideally here around a big table yeah. so they can enjoy the, the British version of Christmas, which I prefer. Why? Because my mum's from Hackney. She was born, she's a born and bred okay. Londoner. And for her, Christmas is fun. It's joyous. It's loud. It's entertaining. And in Switzerland, it's very, very subdued and quiet. So if I could merge, oh, really? yeah. So if I could bring, wait a second. So if I could bring the Swiss Alps over here, <laughs> the yeah. fresh air, the cows, and then have a, you know, the, the noise and the sound and the vibration of the British Christmas uh, atmosphere. You know, do you see what I mean? Like, I just merge the two worlds. Yeah, that's what I, I, want. I think we can find, we can find somewhere, I don't know, maybe like Sussex, Surrey way to put the Alps. It'll be fine. <laughs> There's probably enough room around there. We'll just bring them over, fly them over, dump them in Sussex and Surrey for the week. It'll be fine. I can't see any issues with that at all. But you've just given me a great idea because on Zoom, you know, Zoom really does allow the worlds to collide or to open because you can bring your family into the Christmas dinner with the laptop, right? I mean, you can. Well, exactly. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, it's done before. Everything's been done this year. Just get, you know, just different, different families and different laptops. Just have various laptops around the table. You can imagine you're there with everyone. Incredible. And then you can get everybody's dogs around the world. It's a bit like my doga classes. It's really funny when I do doga and all the dogs are <laughs> from all around the world are joining in a yoga class. And they're from Finn, you know, the, the one dog is into the camera and then Robbie looks into the camera and they're all doing their yoga. It's, it's odd, isn't it? It's just, uh, it's actually not impossible nowadays. It's incredible. One more thing, one more thing. My yeah. ultimate dream would be um, to have Ricky Gervais joining us at the dinner table because I want to interview him next year. That's my, I, I always think he would be funny uh, around Christmas uh, to make cracks. And I imagine he's a good, fun person to have at Christmas. I imagine too. Because he kind of epitomizes all British Christmas values that he's up for fun, but he'll still be a little grumpy about it the whole time. Yeah. And that is the most British way to spend Christmas. It's, it's perfect. It's actually what everybody else does around the globe. They're epitomizing <laughs> and being grumpy about, you know. I mean, you should see the Swiss. Oh, my God. Do you know what's happening in Switzerland? We're having a lockdown in Switzerland. Yippee-doppee-doo. So the Swiss are really... Over Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Swiss, everything is always to a T. Everything is perfect there. F to the tablecloth, to the to the cutlery, to everything. You know, everything has to be perfect in Switzerland. And they're now locking down. So they're going to be grumpy. They're going to be grumpy. The Swiss. They're, they're going to be doing it the true British way. Yes, that's exactly. Like. Brit, exactly. That's all they're doing. They saw the Brits do Christmas once and went, "How can we make everyone in Switzerland grumpy at Christmas exactly. like the Brits?" They have a great time. Exactly. Lockdown. That will exactly. do it. Crazy. But I don't want to talk about the C word. I don't. No, I hate let's it. not talk about that. No. Let's let's focus back on the perfect Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's the c word we are allowed to use. Absolutely. Uh, how early does how early does the build up start for you? <laughs> now, today, I'm going out to Bond Street today, and I want to go into Selfridges, my favorite store, which is dog friendly. 
And I just want to look at all the decorations. I want to see all the shoppers and, you know, just collide with people and, you know, rub shoulders and, and then go down Malibun and have a drink with friends. So I'm, I'm starting today, basically. Nice. <laughs> I, that's, yeah. That sounds like a good start as well. Yeah. That's a good, solid start to Christmas. Yeah, Selfridges is for, I think it's for everybody and every doggy. That's the great thing. What I love about Selfridges is that they do not stop you uh, with your dog. So you can put your dog in a bag. You can lift your dog, even if it's a Rottweiler. You can walk in with your dog on your arm and walk in. And they love Robbie. Everyone wants to stroke. It's just his store. Really. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, uh, describe Robbie for us. Well, he is an essential working dog. Um, he is the perfect yoga dog. He, he's been teaching dog yoga with me for eight years. Um, uh, we've been running classes. Um, Robbie is a Maltese terrier and he can pee on cue. So his talent, he was, in Britain, he was on Britain's Got Talent. Everyone knows Robbie. Everyone knows that moment where he peed in David Marley's shoes um, on cue. Uh, he, 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 he's a, he's a peer. He's a, a nat- he wheezes for Britain. I mean, literally, he just cocks his leg wherever he goes and he wheezes. It's terrible. It's really bad. And, you know, I do have nappy pads and I have everything, but it's just, it doesn't stop. Everything is about cocking legs. And, um, uh, Robbie is eight years old. Uh, Maltese Terrier is the little white kind of uh, lap dog. You know, he can sit mm. on my lap and sit in yoga poses with me and everything. Um, what else can I say about Robbie? He's he's just very very special. He's a senior citizen. He's middle aged. He's a big grump. <laughs> I mean, the, the worrying thing is, is that you know, if he's anything, if he is a senior citizen, I'm fairly certain they pick, they start peeing more regular. So you know. <laughs> Just uh, just watch out for that one. Now, let's get back to Christmas stuff. Yes. And um, Christmas decorations. Are you a OTT super cheesy? Are you classy? Are you minimal? What does your house look like over Christmas? It's terrible. I'm so minimalistic. I am. It's because I, well, let's, let's you know, let's get the, the violin out. You know, I am single. Okay. <laughs> I'm single. I live with a dog. If I get a great Christmas tree, Robbie's going to pee up against the tree. So, you know, all I do, I, I'm, I'm just not a handy person, handcraft type. If I had kids or I had a, a partner who's into Christmas, you know, I would do it for them. It gives me joy. But because it's just for me, I just yeah. buy like the smallest tree and I go to Sainsbury's and I get the cheapest light bulb and, and lights. Like, I know, and I go to Tiger Tiger as well. They have really good de- de- decorations. So it's very minical, minimal, yeah, very practical, place. just something. And because I've never really had people over in my one bedroom, mm. one studio apartment. So I always go to other people. Yeah. So I expect to other, for other people to sort it out, <laughs> all this. And then I can just, you know, watch other people's trees or enjoy them. But yeah, I, th- I actually, this year, I want to make an effort. I really want to make an effort because I've been locked in for so long. <laughs> I've been locked in for so long. <laughs> Just need a different view. And I've made friends with the wall, the, the left wall, the right yeah. wall, and the back wall and everything. 
And I feel like I owe my apartment a, a, a Christmas tree. Like, I, I, like, I need to be my own space to celebrate my own space and solidarity. So I think I will make a bigger effort this year. Definitely. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. What it about you? one of those where you kind of go, I, I'm quite, I love a Christmas tree. And it ha- for me, it has to be real. I've got to get a real Christmas tree because it just smells so good. Um, I mean, I'm a bit big Christmas fan, so I'm I'm Christmas tree. I'm a decent sized Christmas tree, but then I'm not too much on top of that. I'm not like you know draping tinsel everywhere I can, and you know putting extra light. You know, I a tree will do. That's kind of it's a tree, and then like maybe a few Christmas ornaments or such around the you know around the house. But otherwise, I would say fairly stripped back. But I always need a bit of Christmas. It needs to be there early, start of December. Start of I December. Just, I just need it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Start of December. It's just ab- kind of. I always feel like I just need it. See, in Switzerland, tradition is, and it's listen to now. This is serious. It's bad luck if you buy a tree uh, a week before Christmas. So no, wait a second. But it's bad luck if you buy a tree a week beforehand before Christmas. So a week before Christmas, you can get a tree. But anything before that, no, 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 that's bad luck. That's really bad. Really? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's a sin. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. joking. It's I a- think I, I think it, I got my tree about the 6th of December this year. Yeah. That's, it was around that. That's fair. No, that joking. I know was late for a lot of people as well. Because like so many of my friends had it pretty much, I think what the 30 or the 29th or the 30th of November was what a weekend, I think. So I think a lot of people went November this year for getting their trip. I think so because they just want to get it over and done with, right? 2020, they just want to get it yeah. over and done. They want to get it like, come on, come on, let's move, move, move. Let's push this 2021 Christmas forward. is the light at the end yeah. of the tunnel. I know. The nice I... shining, sparkly lights that are going Absolutely. up and down and green and red. Absolutely. They're flashing there. It was like, just get there. Just get there. Just, just get there. I think some people still started in august actually to prepare for christmas <laughs> they probably just would, started you know wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me but it is <laughs> nice to focus on absolutely no when i was in zurich uh, you know i walked around the city center and it's very old old school kind of mm. like stockholm you know really cobble cobble you know cobble yeah. what do you call it roads and things old roman yeah and those street. little yeah and the, and the church bells and the mulled wine i was drinking so much mulled wine and uh, and there was trees and lights around and and it, they're not flashy huh, in Switzerland. It's very subdued, just a few mm. lights. We we don't do the blink. And uh, but it, there was something very nice uh, to prepare towards, and it brings back obviously childhood memories. Your whole childhood brings back and the joy and the expectations. You know, um, I think it's really important that we have a round up to something we need it as a as humans we need something to remember to enclose or close up or finish off or i don't know get on with it um what do you think yeah i know what you mean in in zurich is there a lot of like christmas markets and such Mm. yes they were open they were open lots of christmas markets full of christmas markets yes uh um, that's the thing i'm missing this year that's the thing that i feel is sad we don't obviously i understand why we don't have it but that's the mm. thing I think is sad this year because that always gets you, you know, putting your putting your big woolly hat on, getting a cup of mauled wine, yeah. and just wandering around the Christmas market, going, "Oh, I wouldn't pay for that," but that still going, oh, "I could do though." Like that's Christmas. That that's is what Christmas, Christmas is walking around a 
especially in Britain, walking around a badly put together Christmas market with cheap tat. Oh, but still, if you've got a more wine in hand, oh, I'm all for it. We all know how a Christmas carol begins, but you've never heard it like this. Marley was dead to begin with. Dead as a f- doornail. Now, I don't know why a doornail. They've never had any life to begin with. But bottom line, Marley is dead. A Christmas Carol, The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. Listen to the uncensored version out now. Find it wherever you found this podcast or go to podfollow.com slash Scrooge. Buff humbug. Question and question to you. What are you going to do for New Year? Are you going to go see the fireworks or if there are any fireworks? See, I'm not, I've never been a massive New Year person, which is weird. I'm such a big Christmas person. But I'm never a huge New Year person because I think New Year is always built up, built up, built up, and then it never lives up to expectations. So <laughs> I always kind of just downplay it and like I'll see a few friends. I think this year will just be me and my girlfriend just mm. in the flat, just seeing it in because I think there's just a there's not too much to do this year, but b it just always is this. Like last year, we did a huge dinner party, and that was really nice. That we genuinely true story story we almost missed New Year last year. Oh wow! Because we were what. <laughs> We were eating, we were drinking, we were chatting, we looked at our clocks, and it was quarter to 12. And we all just went, oh, well, at least we look now and not in 20 minutes' time. Goodness, that's amazing. You you did a marathon? Like a Christmas marathon? Yeah, we we basically, there was, I think last year, there was about maybe eight or ten of us, and we did like a huge, like, three-course meal and wine and cheese and we were just chatting and yeah and then suddenly we were like someone just went does anyone know what the time is and we're like oh wow <laughs> like we genuinely got that close to just missing new year entirely wow. we just looked at our clocks and gone oh turns out we're in 2020 that is the best new year people that's the best <laughs> yeah i remember last year i was in a karaoke bar and I wasn't allowed to sing because everybody else, I, mean, I came too late and I wasn't allowed to sing my Madonna song. And I said, this is bad. This, this is bad. This is bad. This is going to be a bad year because if I don't sing my Madonna song, then that's it. The world goes under. And there you go. Because I didn't and sing my, you, you know, my virgin, like a virgin. I was singing like a virgin because obviously. Um, anyway, too much information. But yeah, so that's my song, you know, <laughs> or Papa Don't Preach. And they said, no, you can't. No, there's a cue. The computer says no. And I said, no, but you don't understand. I have to sing that song for two hours. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understand what's going to happen to the world. Little did they know. Little did they know. It's this kar- <laughs> Everyone thought it was China's name. It's this karaoke bar. That's what's to blame for the year that's been. You don't blame it on the karaoke lady who sang all the songs anyway. <laughs> she took over the mic. And it's like she made it into her own show. And that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong, especially yeah. if I'm there and I paid twenty pounds. No, it's just you know when you don't get when you don't get the mic, it's a big deal. Like seriously, that is uh, for me the party's over, really over. Anyway, I ended up dancing on the dance floor. And I felt like inadequate and second class, and, you know, citizen, and dancing with the rest of the normal people. Uh, and I thought, yeah, this is going to be, you know, maybe this is good. Maybe I need to accept something in myself that I might not be the most important person on this planet. And then you see, lo and behold, you know, something happened. There you go. 
But I spread the pandemic. The, the lesson for this year is wherever you are on New Year's, they had better let you sing Madonna. Give her the mic. <laughs> Give her the mic. <laughs> Let's stay on the track of music. Ooh. Are you a big Christmas music person? Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge. But uh, I don't know. What sort of stuff do you listen to? Well, you can guess. What's the number one song that I will say? Like, you, you go on, guess, guess. Number one Christmas song for me. You guess. I reckon. Mm. part of me wants to say mariah because you clearly with madonna you like your female singers so maybe it's mariah carey but i'm gonna go with i think that you're a classic yes i'm gonna say something probably a bit of i don't know uh i'm gonna go andy williams it's beginning to look a lot like christmas oh you're reaching far it's very simple okay so i Give it away. So he, in the lyrics, he has his heart broken and he remembers the previous year. Oh, wham. Last question. Jesus Christ. It's the song. This is the only song that matters. How did I not get that? And my hair's standing up now. Are there any kind of Christmas, Christmas traditions? For someone who hosts all of these podcasts, I can't say the words Christmas traditions very easily <laughs> at all. Are there any Christmas traditions that you normally do that you'd love to carry across to your perfect Christmas day? Mm, yes, I do like um, the game. Uh, what is it? I forget. I forgot everything. Uh, what is it called? Um, uh, it's not a movie. It sounds like. What is it called? Drugs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you know. You you imitate a, a movie thing, you know games games yeah. around the fire. Um, yeah, yeah. But the funniest is is uh, who am I? You know when you th- those games where you write a name down and you stick it on your forehead. No, oh. someone else sticks yes. it on the forehead. You're out, yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's so much fun because you can sometimes go on forever. Really, I, I would love to learn to play cards, but I haven't got the attention span to to go through. You know, it would take another hour or two and the game's over basically until i get it but i like comp- competitive games where you have to you have to perform or you have to dress up <laughs> you know that kind of stuff that's my tradition i love games is there anything else that would make your christmas the perfect christmas day is there anything else that you're like that's the thing we have to do that's the thing we have to eat that's the thing we have to drink is there anything else that you're like right that 100% has to be on the list. If I have to negotiate other things, fine, but that has to be on the list. I said karaoke machine games. Food, yeah. So food wise, food, that's a big deal. So I think we should have different types of turkeys. And obviously the vegan one for vegans. Mm. Um and the vegetarian one for vegetarians and gluten free for gluten free. But I think we should in terms of turkeys, we should have a one sort of slightly more spicy version, like a an, an Indian turkey, because I'm Iranian. My dad's Iranian, so I like spicy food, and I like exotic smells. Um, you know, not I have no problem with the traditional turkey; smells great, fantastic. But you know, just adding some spice, oranges, mm. a cinnamon, lemon, and then all the other spices that you can find around the globe, and put it inside with stuff so i think there should be one exotic sort of smell from one side and a traditional you know and then everybody can tuck in lots of variations 
for this year. Lots of variations. Nice. I like that. I know people have all these allergies. You know, in Planet Organic, mm. it's a nightmare. There's people with so many allergies, gluten-free, dairy-free, wheat-free, sugar-free. It's going to be difficult when you have that many people around the, you know, um, the table with food intolerances. So we, it's got to be all the versions, all the options. So nobody's going to argue. Nobody's going to get up and fight or anything like that. And most important, the Christmas crackers. Christmas crackers. Yeah, full of them. You've got to have them. Got to have them. Got to have them. You got to have them. Definitely, they're crap. I mean, they really are. It stinks afterwards. The food is impossible to taste uh, after the smell of crackers. But and the jokes are crap. So, but it's it's still the thing to do. It's important. And the hats. Another thing. Everybody has to wear the hat. I don't want anybody to take that hat off this year. Everybody has to wear a hat. I don't care. You know, because you, you see. Got to do it. It's your perfect Christmas. It's my perfect Them's Christmas. the rules. Absolutely. You've got to wear the hat. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody needs to be dressed up. Everybody has to wear bling. I don't care if it's a guy. I don't care. It has to be glitz, glamour, and festive and great colors. And no gray nor black. I don't want to see that anymore. Finished. No marine, <laughs> dark brown. Dark blue. No, that's not festive. Everybody has to come in glitz and glamour colours. Love it. I love it. Moni, I could talk to you all day. Yeah. But sadly, we only have so much time. So mm-hmm. before we do run out of that time, mm-hmm. let me ask you one very important question. For those who haven't heard it, can you explain Conversations with My Dog and why everyone should go and check out that podcast series right now? <sighs> I have no words for conversations with my dog because it's unique. It's never been done before. I think it hasn't been done before because it combines the two things, uh, dogs and humans. It's, the dog is not separate from the human. The human is not separate from the dog. It's just one big extension. It's one big organism. Um, so this dog show is actually a show about humans but it can also be a human show about dogs that makes any sense so it merges the two things Mm. and i think uh you don't have to be a dog lover and you don't have to like humans to listen to the show (laughs) it's just it's all it's, it's kind of all reverse psychology it's seen through the eyes of a dog if a dog could speak he would run the show like robbie would run the show but i'm speaking for robbie in a way so it's it's very complex it's kind of psychoanalytical and i hope with the show that we really uh, sink our teeth deeper into the person the the person that we interview that we can find out a bit more about them and what is their background and why why do they prefer cats to dogs and what you know, how does that relate uh, in, in their daily lives and maybe childhood or whatever. And then, of course, the most important thing is in the end is when the person has spoken, it should feel like they've been to therapy in a way or psychoanalysis or I don't know. Uh, and, and sort of feel completed and ready for a big kind of yoga sigh or breathing exercise. So we kind of round it up with a bit of doggy yoga. 
Of course, it's not deadly serious because it doesn't have to be. Therapy doesn't have to be serious, but um, it should be fun. But sometimes it is serious. You know, it, I just want it to be eclectic. I want everyone from the dog world, animal world involved in the show, anyone who loves animals or hates animals, um, and sink a little bit deeper into the relationship between human and dogs or humans and animals. What is it? What is it that brings... This this love that we have. Why 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 so much love? Why do we love them so much? <laughs> and for those who haven't heard it yet, we'll put a link to it in the description of this podcast. Marnie, the only thing left well, me to say is have an amazing Christmas. And uh, you. I hope you have the best time. I, I hope you have a great new year and that you are able to sing Madonna so that we can see in 2021 the right way. Oh my because clearly God. that karaoke lady is to blame for everything that's happened this year. Yes, most definitely. Oh, Merry Christmas, Mark. We all know how a Christmas carol begins, but you've never heard it like this. Marley was dead to begin with. Dead as a f- doornail. Now, I don't know why a doornail. They've never had any life to begin with. But bottom line, Marley is dead. A Christmas Carol, The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. Listen to the uncensored version out now. Find it wherever you found this podcast or go to podfollow.com slash Scrooge. Bah, f- humbug.